You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. That was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Yeah, it's Monday. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Beginning of a week. Cold. Snowy. And the Flames were completely in the crapper on Saturday night. Who calls it the crapper, by the way? (laughs) Have you ever in your life said, Hey, honey, I gotta go to the crapper. Hey. You point me to uh, the nearest crapper. You go- Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, yeah. Where's your crapper? You're going. You're going to Italy this summer. Yeah. You should say. Uh, excuse me. Here, where's the nearest crapper? <laughs> With all their bidets, they'll yeah. be so confused. You know what? Have hey, you ever- sorry, whoa, I didn't whoa, know whoa. which crapper to use in the bathroom, whoa. so uh, just see, used them both. See, right away now, you've opened this can of worms for me immediately. A minute into the show for the week. Have you ever used a bidet? Yeah. And? Yeah. Living? What do you mean living? Is it living? Yeah. Would I consider it living? Like, I'm excited to go to Italy. Is it one of the finer things in life? To have one accessible at all times. Okay. I think it can be with some of the finer things in life. I I I think that people cheap out on some of these ones that are just attachments for your toilet and they're almost violent to an extent, but... Mm. Sure, yeah. Some of them are nice. I can honestly say I've never used one. And I probably should. Yeah, you probably should. Yeah, I'm of Serbian descent. Yeah. Hair is not an issue. (laughs) (laughs) Gross, bro. Good morning. Disgusting. Alex Brody is our producer. I can't even keep track anymore. He's on the board. He's producing. I don't even know. Brody on the beat. Brody on the beat. Streeters. You, uh, have you ever used a bidet? I cannot say I have. Okay. Been meaning to, but. Wow, it's on their bucket list? Absolutely. You got to get a better bucket list. (laughs) If a if going, well, you are from Brandon, Manitoba. Yeah. Yeah. That probably is on the bucket list of people from Brandon, Manitoba. Just learned what a bidet was like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, GVP is back behind the board, uh, sporting his Expos hat today. Respect. Um, you're such a worldly individual. Have you ever used a bidet? No, I don't travel very much. Oh, okay. So, no. Interesting. Didn't have one on the bus when you were uh, ripping back and forth the Junior C Club? No, no. Junior B. Mm, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> quick correction there in your face. Uh, wasn't you, they didn't have one on the, on the bus when you were <laughs> no. taking eight to ten hour bus rides around this beautiful province? No, going no. That, from, that sounded like it probably could get really messy. Going yeah. Three hills to Grand Prairie. Sure. Back again. Yeah. Wherever you played. Senor, where's the crapper? <laughs> you got to learn that in Italian. Uh, um, oh, I've been so bad on my Italian lately. Are you trying I to learn try. it? Yeah. Can I you got, even, can you even give us app? a phrase? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. Why don't you do this? Can you play some Italian music right now in GDP? <laughs> As Matt, oh, immediately. No. I need it immediately. <laughs> I need it now. Italian music right now. Three minutes into the show, and Garrett's already stressing out. GVP, I need it. Alex, help him out. God, Matt's about to do an Italian phrase, and I need some sort of Italian music in the background. Thank you. <laughs> I have a sudden that was ha- pretty quick. Yeah, thank you. I said immediately. <laughs> I have a sudden hankering for Brio. You ever had Brio? Brio? Yeah, Brio. Like, it's Italian Coke. Oh, yeah, it's uh, terrible. No, no. Okay. Brio is like if you left Coke in the sun for a year mm. and then you decided to drink it. Nice. That's what Brio tastes like. It sounds like it's you an acquired taste. You should have cooled it off first. There was a, an Italian family in my neighborhood growing up. Mm-hmm. They had it delivered to their house. Good for them. Yeah, and it came in like these glass bottles and six packs, mm-hmm. but like the giant like liter and a half glass bottles. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Brio. Yeah. So Good. you're ready for your Italian lesson? Sure, 100%. Okay. Leave the music in the background, please. All right. Go ahead. Io mangio 
Una mela. Oh, I'm eating an apple? Correct. Wow. Well, can I get some applause, GVP, for that? That sounded pretty good. I, I do have Italian family members, so. I like that. Can you find out what it says? Uh, can you direct me to the crapper in Italian? Mamma mia. <laughs> you should find out what that is. Um, I'm working on it. Okay. I'm also finishing my apple, so give me a by the way, By the way, how was your weekend? My weekend? Fine. How was yours? Uh, it was busy, I guess. Yeah? Well, yesterday What'd was busy. What'd you do? Tell me everything. So yesterday, I, it was a double header of the sport. Oh, you double dip? Yeah, we had a double header. What'd you do? So we played soccer. The plight of my soccer team, we continue to be winless. But I will say, the the club is heading in the right direction. Like, we are starting to, to gel, starting to mesh. And a big difference was our regular keeper, who I never met because I missed the first game. He only played one game and got hurt in the first game. Oh, And then he up. finally returned mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, this tall English gentleman. Oh, okay. That's soccer just sounds better when an English guy's yelling at you the whole time yeah, yeah. to get into space. I would agree. Yeah. It just adds more validity to what he's saying That's when you have an I English gonna, accent. I'm, I'm like, I, yeah, you probably know what you're talking about. Yeah, totally. It's like whenever someone with like a high-vis vest tells me that I can't go somewhere. I'm like, yeah, you probably know yeah, what you're you talking know what about. You're doing. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we lost. Um, <laughs> but at least we, we kept it sort of competitive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we actually had a lead for the first time in franchise history. A one nothing lead. Really? Yes. But you couldn't hold on to it, no. obviously. No, 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 no. Why no, not? No. Um, some egregious defensive breakdowns in our own end. Egregious? Yeah. Horrendous. Uh, on, your, on your part? No, I was playing up. I was playing forward. Oh, so this yeah. is a... Your boy found the net again You're for back, like the third straight game. A bit of a backfield issue? I was, I was laying balls like I was messy yesterday. Sorry, That's what? That's my passing was You were doing yesterday. what? No. Uh, <laughs> I was just looping them in there. Yeah, I know you guys got that. Clip it. Like, you should. <laughs> you should totally clip me saying laying balls. Yeah, we're on it. Yeah, you should totally clip that. Yeah. And use it at will. Uh, when you say laying balls, it deserves to be yeah, clipped. Yeah, it does. Senor, Good for where you. is the crapper? <laughs> so we got whipped in soccer. but to at least Jimmy Alcetso. Again, you got to look at the positives in life. Uh-huh. We had a lead for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, played ball hockey last night with our pal J-Mac, Julian McKenzie. Big fan. Yeah. How so was he? He was good. He hadn't played in a while. He was, he was, he was pumped up. Our game was at 10. And he wanted to pick me up at 845 because that's how excited he was. Oh, wanted so to get like, a little, pumped little up. stretchy, yeah. a little warmy. Yeah. Yeah, do a little uh, dry land training, a couple laps around the building before you get in the room. Sure. So something happened. GVP, you can weigh in on this. Something happened yesterday in the game that's never happened in my life playing any sort of beer league. Uh-huh. They took a shot. It hit the referee in, like, the foot and deflected into the net. But, like, the ref was by, like, the, the left dot. That's a goal. Apparently in ball hockey, no, it doesn't count. What? Really? Yeah. It hit the referee and directly went in off the referee. Like, isn't that, like, Tim Peel's, like, claim to fame that a shot went off him and passed, mm-hmm. like, Carey Price? So he says he scored on Carey Price or something? Like, like there's a referee from yeah. the NHL who had that happen. So apparently. And that's a legal goal. Apparently, it wasn't legal in ball hockey. Huh. And that was some controversy because people were saying, yes, it was legal. No, it wasn't. And then the timekeeper was looking up on his laptop the actual rule, which apparently, <laughs> I guess it's not a goal in ball hockey. I'm not 100% sure. Uh-huh. There was real, it was a very, it was a lot of gray area last night, but it was waved off no goal. And then they scored a goal because the game was tied to pull ahead. And then it was ruled high stick. And the captain of their team scored. It was not, it was a larger gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, his helmet was, I think, poured on. Um, <laughs> was it ben I, I think it was actually two helmets put together to put it on his big bean. Yeah. So he scored, hit it with the high stick, no goal. Then they got it, and then he got tossed out of the game because he was so irate because of the really. Yeah. So then you threw boy, a bit of a temper tantrum. So then your boy, we were playing against his team, and this one guy, like their quote unquote best player, ringer. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know, like, if he has some sort of eye issue. I don't know if his glasses were prescription. 
I don't know what's going on, but he wears sunglasses while he plays. Oh. And to which I say to the guys on the bench, his ball hockey future is so bright, he's got to wear shades. Yeah, very nice. So he's in front of the, he's in front of the net, and I just kind of I, I hit a six who so doesn't shoot. And like he like his stick flies out of his hands like I took like a two-hander. Mm. And I got a four-minute slashing penalty. I'm like, this was so weak. Really? So then your boy's in the box for four minutes. Russick the goon. Your boy's in the box for four minutes. They got a penalty power play. I come out of the box. Get a shot from the point, miss it, run in front of that. Boom, GWG, we win 4-3. Real congratulations. Yeah. I know. Big win last Can we night. get, yes. Big win last a night. A very mediocre round of applause. Shout out to the Royals last Finally night. Finally got the big dub, hey? Yeah. Good. You've been searching GWG. for it for a while. Yeah, I got Team it. Team needed to get on the road. Yeah. A little bit of time together. I think so. Uh, a little time to gel. Yep. And now you got that first win. And really, it's only up from here. Yep. Great. Big win. Oh, and then one Good other thing happened uh, mm-hmm. as my mundane life gets talked about on the radio. Yeah, tell me more. So Saturday, Please. going up on the just went to to the store, came back, bought a couple items, going up in the elevator, and all of a sudden, I live on the tenth floor. All of a sudden, I stop on the third floor, and there's like uh, like you can rent like rooms and stuff on the third floor. Yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden, uh, this family, and I mean like this family, starts to pile in. In the elevator, it's just me. Yeah. So little kids, family members. Yeah. They start like, it was like the elevator was like a clown car, and they wanted to jam as many people as like possible. Cheaper by the dozen. I counted how many people were in the elevator uh-huh. outside of me. Fourteen. They oh, put into this elevator. That's too many. So I have gross little kids around. Like you know, how I am about germs. Yeah. Not the well. The kid is like sneezing around me. I'm yeah. Like, this is not, not good. And it's like, oh, we're like, oh, sorry. I'm like, yeah, you're really sorry. And then, like, it was just sardines in the elevator. Yeah. Like, they, there's four elevators. You could have just maybe halved Waited. it. Yeah. yeah, halved it at least. 14's a lot of people they to travel with. They fit everybody in Gross. on the third floor into the elevator simultaneously. Mm. Good for them. Was and not they a fan all of went into Good the thing I'm not claustrophobic. Because if you were claustrophobic, you wouldn't be able to breathe in that elevator. No, that's too tight. It's just too rude. Too many people. It's rude. I guess. Yeah. Your elevators aren't that big either. No, it's rude. It's gross. Yeah. Gross. And especially when kids are sneezing and wheezing. All right, that's it for my mundane life. Flames lost 3 nothing in a game. Those, speaking of gross, 3-0 uh, to the Minnesota Wild. A lot of Northwest Division vibes in that game. Mm-hmm. I felt like Dwayne Rolison was the net for the Wild in that game. Yep. That was Jacques Lemaire the... was behind the bench. And Marion Gabrick was scoring a game winner. If I had a nickel for the amount of times I heard Jacques Lemaire's name Saturday night. Best comb over ever. Manny Fernandez was shutting the door on the flames. Yeah. Like, that's what that's what the vibes were. Miko Koivu was still there. Yes. <laughs> Good call. Good pull on that one. Thank you. Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter with their 15-year deals. Um, so. Matt Cullen. Yes. Um, what other abstract wild can I pull from my head? Victor Rask. Mm-hmm. You got to go old school, Minnesota Wild. Yeah, I'm I'm trying. I don't really remember any of their players. Yeah, because it was so boring and forgettable. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, we have it. We you have a chance today to win two tickets to Kisses End of the Road Tour. Yeah, fire this up. Live Nation presents Kiss. Kiss. End of the Road World Tour, November 12th. The end of the road. 2023, Scotiabank Saddledome. It's a world tour. Get tickets on sale Friday, March 10th at 10 a.m. That's this Friday. That's March the 10th. You better be dead or in jail. And if you're in jail, break out. (laughs) (laughs) So your chance to win Kiss tickets. 7.30 7.30 this morning. Maybe we'll mix in a phone call. Uh, GVP, I didn't, I didn't tell you to drop the thank you, mm-hmm. Detroit Rock City. So your chance to win KISS tickets. I'm going to have to watch Role Models this week. Yeah, it's, yeah. For sure. I might have Minotaur. to do it today. Minotaur. For people who don't. By the way, <laughs> by the way, speaking of movies, before I get to you can leave this play. Such a good such a good. For play. some reason, I was... What'd you Between uh, soccer and hockey last night, What'd you watch? I was watching a little bit of Knocked Up. Oh, the oh, movie Knocked Up. Oh, George, one of my absolute favorite films from when I was a child. Can I just say, like, Catherine Heigl to I me, knew you were in that movie, here. yeah, is like great work, like, outstanding. Sure, like I mean, if you were to say, hey, George, what do you check check? 
like everything. <laughs> chick, 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 like Teddy KGB and Rounders. That's what it was. Chick, 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 watching that movie <laughs> last night. And I'm like, oh, love like, me some uh, Catherine Heigl. Good teammate, good competitor. Yeah. So check, check, Quality. check. Quality. Um, check, check, check. Your, your chance to win flame, not flames, uh, kiss, 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 end of the road tour tickets. Here's the Simmons. question today on 960-960 on the old text line. Here's the question. I gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night. I gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night. Clearly, it didn't look like the Flames played with any desperation. No. So no. the best make us laugh this morning. At 960, name and location. I would appreciate that. I mm. gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night. The best text and or phone call. Maybe we'll mix in a phone call at 730. Wins the kiss tickets. End of the road tour. You can you can pop this down for now. End of the road. Yeah, I like that. Um, I have given more effort to my Italian learning. There than you the go. The Flames have given to that game on Saturday night. Uh, there was a, uh, where's the bathroom line in Italian? What? Thank you to Francesco in Calgary. Francesco, what is the Italian word for crapper? He says, dove il bagno, which is, where is the bathroom? But instead, how about this? Indirizzami al cesso. Indirizzami al cesso. Direct me to the crapper. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Why didn't we have the Italian music underneath it, though? Oh, uh, do it again. Immediately. I need it now. Thank you. Hit that again. Indirizzami al cesso. Indirizzami al cesso. Okay, I like it. Direct me to the crapper. There you go. Um, the Flames made you go to the crapper on Saturday night after that lifeless 3 nothing loss to the Minnesota Wild. Um, again, I gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night. Timmy McAuliffe at the top of the hour, a host of Tim and Friends on Sportsnet, will join us. Greg Wyshynski, ESPN. Um, hockey guy at eight o'clock. He's their lead NHL yeah. writer, but yeah. hockey, hockey guy works. Hockey dude for ESPN, and then the legendary Peter not Labardius. Stephen A. Smith. No, Peter Labardi, yeah, not Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Peter Labardi is joining us at eight thirty as well. Um, nine sixty, nine sixty. Name and location. Um, the trade deadline was on Friday too. Was it? Yeah. Did you sleep through it? Uh I did. And then I like woke up and I was like, "What? What do the flames do?" What? what uh, I was like Trish all confused. Trish, Trish, I was a, I, dr- was I, I dreaming? Dream, I had a dream there was a Nick Ritchie, <laughs> Brett Ritchie trade. Oh, oh my oh, god! Two brothers that? got traded for one another. Oh, wow! What my nightmare. You're uh, if you could give a grade <laughs> to the Calgary Flames on trade deadline, what would it be? Um. Uh, an A-OK? It would be like when I was in like grade two and it was like complete or incomplete. You're okay. like, yes, you went through the trade deadline and yes, you completed a trade, but like, you know, great. Didn't give up any assets. Yep. Thumbs up. Didn't bring anybody in with term that doesn't look like a good player. Thumbs up. Okay. Um. Yeah. Thumbs up. That's all I got for you. Yeah. It was pretty quiet. It wasn't a whole lot. And frankly, it was quiet around the entire NHL because the whole week was nutso. Yeah. Which I'm totally fine with. If we want to do it like that for the rest of forever, that's totally fine by me. Sure. But yeah, it came and it went and it was what it was. And maybe we see Nick Ritchie, but my expectations would be low to very low Mm. as far as what we're going to expect from him. Um, You know what's funny Mm. is that I was terrified that the Flames were going to take Nick Ritchie with the fourth overall selection when they drafted Sam Bennett. And now he finally gets his way here. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. I, uh, Good I wa- thing neither of those really worked out. So. I've watched a lot of uh, Nick Ritchie in my life. Mm. <laughs> There's analysis for you. That's what, uh, that's what I've seen that's from Nick Ritchie. really, yeah. really groundbreaking stuff. Yeah, that's what I've... That's what I've seen from Nick Ritchie in That's my life. That's just like whenever we have Jason Bukula on and he breaks down yeah. the first three <laughs> steps. and <laughs> Yeah, this one. But hey, you got a depth defenseman. You got some depth up front. Again, what is this team supposed to do? 
trade Elias Lindholm. That was never going to happen. You're not going to trade Noah Hannafin. Well, and Tyler here's the Toffoli. thing, and this is the other thing that I think is important for people to remember. As okay. much as the idea of trading these guys would have been lovely, yeah. By the time I think the team was like, okay, maybe we should actually think about this. Everyone else had already bought their bought their bread. Mm. The shopping was done. I Everyone ha- had got their Timo Myers and their Bo Horvats and their Tanner Janos and their Lars Ellers. And their Ryan O'Reilly's who and, might have a broken hand. And their Nick Bugstads. Yep. Um, I have a theory about the Flames coming up in the Rose Report. Okay. Theory. What type of theory? Like a, like a real conspiracy you know, theory no. or like a... Okay, first of all. Uh, when people throw the term around conspiracy theory, uh-huh. okay, here's my stance on conspiracy theories oh, while we're good. at it. Oh, good. This will be good. And do I really believe in every conspiracy theory? No. But to not believe in at least one conspiracy theory? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Okay, that's do, fair. Do you implicitly trust the government that much in your life where not one conspiracy theory is true? <laughs> mm. Even Steven Spielberg and his Mexican counterpart, Steven Spielbergo from The Simpsons, believe <laughs> that the government is saying that uh, they're holding way too much back on UFOs. Steven Spielberg said that over the weekend. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, he's like, hey, why don't you release it? Let's do it. I think it's because it's probably terrifying. Yeah, it probably is. Fine. You won't sleep. Yeah. This- and then you hear the, then you hear the, the I read a story of a, a guy who worked in the Reagan administration who was in on these meetings. Cried himself to sleep for six consecutive weeks after he found out what was actually going on. Yeah. That's that's terrifying. Yeah, I'd rather too. not listen. I yeah, like right. my naive... Just welcome our alien overlords when they eventually come. Sure. But yeah, Hook to not up, believe bro. at least one conspiracy theory, that's weird. So I have a theory on what happened to the flames here. Uh-huh. A theory. Okay. We'll do that in the Rose Report. All right. And uh, I want to talk about a specific tennis player that's not allowed to play tennis. Oh, we'll do that good. later on. Can't wait. Show. Indirizzami al cesso. The music immediately. Well, next time he plays that. Immediately. Indirizzami al cesso. Thank you. Lee can leave this playing as we go to break. Timmy McAuliffe at the top of the hour. The Rose Report next. I guess he's got to break down that game on Saturday. And your chance to win uh, kiss tickets for mm-hmm. the end of the road tour. Yeah. I gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night. I gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night. You could even say you even gave more effort in listening to that first segment than I did, but that's fine. I gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night. Nine sixty nine sixty name and location. A moderate amount of effort into that first segment. I think so. Lots to come. GVP on the board. Alex is the producer today, I guess. The big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. I was laying balls like I was messy yesterday. Sorry, that's what? what my passing was you were yesterday. doing what? Your number one spot for Flames coverage can be found on Flames Talk with me, Pat Steinberg. Exclusive interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at 4 or stream the Flames Talk podcast on demand. It's Monday. It's the big show. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Serving Calgary and Southern Alberta since 1992. They got you covered for everything basement tea. Visit DL Basement, DL Basement Systems Calgary.com. Maybe that's why I don't read the, but I should. You got an issue with your basement? DL System, Basement Systems Calgary.com. DL Basement Systems. All things basementy, George. Yes, since 1992. Better believe it. Do it. At the top of the hour, Tim and Califos, Tim and Friends on Sportsnet. We'll get Uncle Timmy's take on the trade deadline and uh, what looks very bleak. Like, it is bleak this morning. It's a Monday. It's cold. It's snowy. The Flames are in an uphill battle just to make it to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Sure are. But uh trying to think of a positive here. Mm. How it is March. Spin it? So How is that a positive? Well, that means, like, warmer weather's on the way eventually. I guess. But there's, like, there's a positive. It's not even that close. Like, did you look outside? Have you looked at the forecast? Yeah. That's great. Um, Don't mean ch- to rain on your parade. Thank you. But, you just uh, did. Um, and your chance to win uh, tickets to Kiss. End of the road tour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night. I gave more effort in blank 
than the Flames did on Saturday night. Your chance to win kids tickets. Mm-hmm. 960, 960 name and location. Maybe mix in a phone call, too. Why sure. Been I a just while. like to see what people are doing I like to the show. hear your sweet tones. Yeah. And you always have a better chance to win the ticks when you call in. Hell yeah, bro. You want to go see, you know, Paul Stanley and Alex's uh, BFF, Gene? Gene Simmons, friend of the show. Do you just call him Gino now? What do you call him? Are you going to interview Sim- him again? Sim Dog? Okay, back to you. I love Gene, guys. I'd love to interview him again. Was that? That was Gene. Okay, back to you. What a weirdo. You know, you've been hearing size doesn't count. Actually, it does. Your girlfriend's been lying. Look at that little thing. What is that? Something Gene actually said to me. That's fun. I, I didn't get it. Can you explain to me what he meant? He's talking about because everyone at the presser had these big old news cameras, and I showed up with this tiny little phone camera to film him. Okay. Mm. He's talking about my phone, but. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, be- I like clarity. I believe you. All right. I love the magic. <laughs> Why do we have so many Gene Simmons? I cut this. Drop? I knew we were doing this giveaway, so I cut up my interview with him. Oh, okay. I yeah. was going to say. Like, since when do we have Gene Simmons drops? We don't on use this these show? enough, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Is. Uh, tomorrow's debate is Gene Simmons, the prettiest man in rock and roll. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, it's time for the Rose report. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Ah, yes. Morning, friends. Welcome inside. Flames listless against the Wild on Saturday. The battle of the Stars tonight at 6.30 is playoff hopes continue to fade into the distance. I was very flamesy. Mm-hmm. Sure was. Look at the rest <laughs> of the action around the NHL. That's the weekend good. for the Jays, Raptors, golf notes. And you know what? Some local champs, George. Put some respect on their names. First time since 96. We'll get into that as well. Start with the Flames, though. Friday, a couple minor deals. Dryden Hunt joins the Wranglers. Uh, actually lives in Calgary in the offseason, so welcome home. Mm. Radham Zahorna goes to Toronto in that deal. Troy Stetcher and Nick Ritchie acquired from Arizona for Connor Mackey. And Nick's older brother, Brett, prior to the deadline. First time that brothers have been traded in the NHL as Nick and Brett swap addresses. Both UFAs at season's end. Stetcher made his Flames debut on a pair with Zadorov Saturday against the Wild. That was the only lineup change. Markstrom got the start. Four lines, top four blue liners all stayed the same. The Wild had made three deals before the deadline. They sent Jordan Greenway to Buffalo for a second and a fifth round pick. They acquired Oscar Sunkvist for a fourth round pick from Detroit. And they got John Klingberg from Anaheim for a fourth round pick in the rights to call it forward Nikita Nestorenko. Klingberg paying early dividends in Saturday's game. Klingberg returns the puck to Boldy, who shoots through some traffic and scores. Matt Boldy put the puck on net, and it looked like Marcus Johansson redirected it in. Klingberg makes a tidy play at the line to hold it. Pass up to Boldy, fires a nice low shot, double deflection. First off, Marcus Johansson, then off Joel Eriksson Ek. Past Jacob Markstrom, it's Eriksson X 22nd. The Wild led 1-0 that goal at 14-52 in the first, and they carried that lead into the second. I th- I thought Klingberg was pretty good for the Wild on Saturday night. I thought he was a difference maker out there. I didn't hate his game. You know, there's there's still like three or four icings that were totally egregious when, you know, he starts to feel footsteps and pressure. He panics a little bit from time to time but overall when he's got the puck on his stick and he's got time and space I I quite like him as a defenseman quiet second period saw lots of comparisons in the press box to the old wild games back in the early 2000s Dwayne Rollison, Marion Gabrick, Jacques Lemaire just completely slowed the game down into the muck they did a great job of that though the back of the line the most effective uh, stop Docker. me if you heard that before but even they were finding it difficult to generate offense. Into the third period, one nothing wild. They would get some insurance. Steele and Stetcher battling for it now. Steele's going to pick it up in the near quarter and center it. Gaudreau, back to Steele. Back to Gaudreau with a shot off the crossbar. And now in. They score. That was very flamesy. Puck goes off the crossbar, off the back of Jacob Markstrom, and bounces right into the net. And if you want to make it even more flamesy, it actually goes off the back bar. It bounces yeah, like off the, the water bottle is. outside of the back bar where the water bottle is, bounces forward, 
off the netminder and into the net. 2 nothing. just after that. Uh, Marcus Foligno, 6 of the season at 13.49. Matt Boldy scored another one just under three minutes later. The Wild took a 3 nothing victory over the Flames. And it was shortly after the Boldy goal, the Boo Birds came out. Mm. Not to Daryl Sutter's surprise. Well, when you lose, I'd, I'd, I'd boo too. Right? I mean, I don't think they're booing the team. Who are they booing? As I said, our top players got to be better players. Mm. That's for sure. Well, he's not so wrong. who are they booing, George? But he's not wrong. Here's my theory mm-hmm. that I that I teased before the break. Okay, here it is. Buckle in, kids. So, Hold on. Let's make this really dramatic. It's not really that dramatic. All right, tell us. Okay. Um, that's great. So let, let's go back to Tuesday night mm-hmm. where they outshot the Boston Bruins like 57 to 20. Sure. They completely dominated the best team in hockey uh-huh. and then yet suffered another soul-crushing defeat. Against the Leafs? No, against the Bruins. Like they, that was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They haven't recovered since that Bruins game. No. Nope. And they have not even looked like remotely the same team since that Bruins loss. And I know it's only one game in an 82-game schedule, but that feels like it's it's been the turning point now. The game against the Leafs was a lifeless effort. In the third period, they, they generated nothing. They had five shots on goal in the third period that you had to have. And then Minnesota comes into town on Saturday in a must-win situation, and you're pretty much lifeless out there for three periods. Outside of the backland line, which has been the best line for the Flames, no doubt, this entire season. And you can't blame Daryl for booing guys. Huberto's got to be better. The Lindholm line had to be better. Cadre's got to be better. The, ol- the only positive the line. The only positive from Saturday is Markstrom starting to look like Markstrom again, but yeah. like last year's Markstrom. Finally. Yeah. But like now you're like, oh, great. Markstrom's playing well and they've scored one goal in two games. Yeah. Not ideal. And now they have to play uh, one of the best teams in hockey on the road tonight in Dallas in a must win situation. And you're seven points back from a playoff spot. But yeah, to me, they haven't recovered since that loss to the Bruins. And I think it's quite apparent the last couple of games what we've seen on the ice. Daryl Sutter brought up that Bruins game as well in his post game presser. Don't think you're too off. Listen to the Flames players almost at a loss for words after the game. It's just been frustrating with the one goal losses and um, not being able to. You know, find a way to keep ourselves in games. You know, a game like tonight, it was it was for the taking, and uh, obviously we, we let it slip. Very just mediocre, no energy, and um, just honestly, nothing, nothing really happens. It's uh, we we got to find that push. Running out of time to to think and wonder why. So you know, time to think about it tonight. Think about it tomorrow, and get ready for. A big two-game road trip coming up. Tyler Toffoli, Rasmus Anderson, Milan Lucic, ums, ahs. Yep. Got to think. Mm-hmm. Don't know what the answer is. On to the Central Division. Quick two-game roadie in Dallas tonight, 6.30 start. Minnesota tomorrow for a rematch. That'll be a 6 o'clock start. Let's look back at yesterday. Just one Canadian team in action. It was the Canadiens down in Vegas to battle the Golden Knights after a quiet trade deadline for the Habs. Two goals for Ivan Barbashev, including his first as a Golden Knight. Five points in four games since he was acquired from the Blues, finding himself a home alongside Jack Eichel there. Vegas wins that game 4-3, to three, holding off a Montreal comeback. Keeping an eye on the playoff race for the Flames, Avalanche were hosting the Kraken. Avalanche with a quiet deadline after they had acquired Lars Eller back on Wednesday of last week. Kraken stood pat themselves. Brandon Tanev scored late in the third period to tie this game at two and send it to overtime. Now they get one. Here's Gore down the near side. Score! Who wants to party? Yanni Gore, the long outlet pass. He caught the avalanche in the line change. Duffmanch orders you to party. Tenth of the season for Yanni Gore. They're getting contributions up and down the lineup. He is the 13th double-digit goal scorer for Seattle. They're the first NHL team with 13 or more 10-goal scorers at this stage of the season since the 91-92 Capitals, who had 14 through 63 games. They're just getting it from everybody. Mm -hmm. Yanni Gord, Jordan Eberle. Like Jeremy McCann's had a great year. Jeremy McCann, when he's he healthy, was the guy scores the a ton of goals. For just so they can leave him unprotected in the expansion draft. And the guy's a 30-goal scorer. But it's but it's the age-old thing in hockey. 
Um, and obviously Seattle's not a bad team, but somebody has to score on bad teams. Just the way it is. Yeah. And like, is Jared McCann one of the best goal scorers in the NHL? No. Is this a career year? Probably. Mm, I think he's going to be a perennial 25-30 guy. Really? That high? I do. Okay. He's, like, that's one thing that this guy can do is he can shoot the puck and he can score goals. For sure. I would not be surprised if we see him as a 25 to 30 goal okay. guy. 27 last year. He's now at 30. I would not be surprised if that's kind of the. But again, last crawls. year, somebody's got to score on a bad team. 100%. Yeah. And, and then they, they got bad. more players and they got more goal scorers and he scored more goals as well. So that's good to see for the young man. Uh, Lightning and Hurricanes build is a heavyweight bout out in the East, but played more like the Harlem Globetrotters taking on the Washington Generals. To Tara Vinen, he'll go cross ice, Coach Kiniemi, up top, Costas Bear with a lane, he shot rebound, Tara Vinen, hat trick, here come the hats! Turbo time in Carolina. Second career hat trick for Teovu. Teo. Teovu. Are you okay? Teo. Teovu. What? How? What have I done here? Tara Vinen. What, no, how do you, how do you pronounce name? his first name? Te, Teovu. Teovu Teravinen. Teovu. Now you have me confused. Now I'm confused. I've done oh, that thing where I say up. a word too many times. Are you okay? I don't know. He was one of three Hurricanes with three points, yeah. but how about Jesperi cut Kaniemi with a goal and five points in the game? The Lightning had four shots through 40 minutes of play. Yeah, Tevu Teravainen. Tevu Teravainen. Yeah, you're just saying it weird. I don't know why I am. John Cooper had benched Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, and Nikita Kucherov back in their game Friday, and now this, a 6 nothing loss to the hands of the Hurricanes, and Victor Hedman might be hurt. Went into the boards hard, looked to hurt his back. So there's that, too. Lightning are reeling, George. Did you see in that game, they had no shots on goal in the second period? They had four shots on goal through 40 minutes of play, which was a low for the entire season. How's that possible? For the Tampa Bay Lightning? Yeah, and that's a Tampa Bay Lightning team where John Cooper benched Stamkos, Mm -hmm. Point, and Kucherov for the third period against the Sabres. Yeah, they were not good. Yeah. And then they come out and they lay this absolute stinker mm. against the Hurricanes, too. But they got Tanner Janot, so. And do I think they can still beat the Leafs in the first round? Yes. What about if they don't have Victor Hedman? Mm. Although, what are we, five weeks away from the postseason? Yeah. Like, you could sit him, you'd still finish third in the Atlantic and yep, be fine. Mm-hmm. That'd be wild. Anyways, uh, Philly beat Detroit three to one. Carter Hart stopped twenty five of twenty six in the victory. He's had a sneaky good season. He's been one of the better parts of the Philadelphia yeah. Flyers. Frankly, he's one of the reasons that they're not like right in the Bedard yeah. shot. And he was bad Especially, last year. Yeah, well, Philly's and if you're just terrible, and if you're picking three goalies for Team Canada right now, if we had a fictitious, fictitious, I'm like you with table. We're just having up. a go today. Hey? Fictitious, like best on best competition, which seemingly will never happen. Carter Hart's one of the three goalies for Canada, I think. I think he would be this year yeah. that he's put together. Listen, it's, 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 not, a, it's not a murderer's Ooh. row of... Uh, like Darcy Kemper's on that team? Tristan Jari, Marc-Andre Fleury, really? Jordan Mark Bennington. Like, these are Blackwood. just Canadians that I'm throwing out there. Like, yeah, you're like, Ooh. hey, you got well, someone else. Bring him to the table. But up front, now we're talking. Yeah, yeah blue line? Yeah. Oh, stacked. You know what? <laughs> Let's put McDavid, Bedard, and Crosby together. Yeah, sure. Because that'd be super fun. Yeah, that'd be great. Three generations. Mm-hmm. Nico Hischer scored his 27th in overtime. The Devils beat the Coyotes 5-4. to Dougie Hamilton, Damon Severson, Eric Paula and Jesper Bokvist all had two-point outings for the Devils. Tonight, Monday action. Plenty of Canadian teams. If you like your CanCon, Oilers visit the Sabres at 5.30. Sharks visit the Jets at 5.30. Senators and Blackhawks go at 7. Alex DeBrinket will make his return to Chicago tonight after he was traded to Ottawa at the draft. They've been red hot, by the way. Yeah. uh, Scorching the Ottawa Senators. What is the stat I got sent to me here on the weekend on the Ottawa Senators? Like, they're literally now in the thick of the playoff race. And funny how the Jacob Chikrin deal has even energized that team even more. Did you see his grandpa in the in the crowd um, on Saturday with his Tim Hortons and, and he's like and he's and he's just crushing an apple fritter it's and, and so good. Chikrin's getting all emotional seeing his grandfather there 
in an actual hockey market instead of that joke town, <laughs> well, joke team in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been good already. And remember, the talk was, well, he hasn't played for three weeks. He's not going to be any good. He's been an impact immediately for the Ottawa Senators. In the last 16 games, the the Senators are 12-3-1. They have a plus 24 goal differential. Mm. They have a 20.7 power play. And they have an 87.7% penalty kill. They have been absolutely scorching. And and there was uh, all that talk about DJ Smith losing his job mm-hmm. in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. And that's a team that, if you look in the East, like let's say Ottawa gets in. Talk about nothing to lose in the first round of the playoffs. If, playing one of those, playing one of those number one seeds. Same thing for like Buffalo. if they play Boston. Okay, yeah. Should the Bruins stomp on the Senators? Yes, but we've seen weirder, weirder things in the NHL. When the President's Trophy winning Lightning got swept by the Jackets, anything can happen in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Senators are three points back of the Penguins as we enter today's action. They're four points back of the Islanders, and they have four games in hand. Yeah, the Islanders have already. The Islanders, the Islanders have finished their season essentially. Yeah, and they're they're already. That's pretty much their point total for the year. They've played sixty-five games already. Yeah, that is the most in the NHL, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, other games today. Let's see. What else can I tell you about? Predators and Canucks at 8.30. Ooh. Capitals and Kings will also battle at 8.30. As we're looking at the playoffs, the Flames have 67 points. They're a couple spots out of a wild card. Predators jumped them over the weekend. They're at 68. The Jets have 74 points after their uh, game yesterday. The Oilers are at 76. The Kraken, with their victory, have jumped up to 78. So they're now 11 points up on the Flames. Um, yeah, listen. If you're still hoping for the postseason... Maybe keep an eye on the Avalanche, the Jets, the Predators, the Flames, but um, those hopes continue to dwindle. Out East, mentioned the uh, Senators. The Sabres also have 68 points right on the cusp there. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to watch the Eastern Conference race as we go down the stretch. Jays won their spring game against the Phillies yesterday by a 16-4 count. Most troubling thing from the weekend was some knee inflammation mm. for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Not you good. don't love to hear that. Friday afternoon, he left their game after pulling into second base awkwardly. Yesterday, the club announced, uh, oh, pardon me, um, doesn't sound too serious. He spoke to the media yesterday. They're going to take it easy, but he's not going to play in the World Baseball Classic. That's disappointing. Yes, because he wanted to see Vladito play for the Dominican Republic. But as uh, Shadavidi pointed out in his column that he wrote on this injury and the recovery after Vladi spoke yesterday, um, you want him to be the best. And this World Baseball Classic isn't necessarily um, an exhibition. They go hard in this yeah. event. So appropriate that he won't be going. It's disappointing. And they announced yesterday that uh, Jose Bautista is going to be inducted into the Ring of Honor at Rogers Center. Oh, what a game, huh? And they're on the corners, two outs. Come on, you're using the American call? Listen. I, uh, it was a mistake. Jose Bautista will be inducted into the Jays level of excellence August the 12th when the Jays face the Cubs. He'll be the 11th Jay to be inducted. Hey, Blue Jays fans. Just wanted to take a quick second to say how happy and excited I am and honored to be joining the level of excellence this summer. And I can't wait to come home to Toronto and celebrate with you guys. See you at Rogers Center. Okay. Um, they're going to have a bobblehead of him throwing, tossing the bat, which is one of the most iconic pictures in Canadian sport. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I was asking you before the, sh- before the show, so I bite my tongue. Uh, did the Flames ever do bobblehead? I don't recall a bobblehead, but GBP, I'm sure there's is there been any one Flames bobbleheads. Uh, I have a, a Ginla bobblehead at home when they did his uh, jersey retirement. Okay. Oh, yeah. did they give him bobblehead? Okay. I remember that they did the, again, like beer cans. Okay. I have a couple of those in my apartment. Just the oldest buds you've ever seen in your life. Mm. But, yeah. And the lineups at Rogers Center for these things, if it's like a 1 p.m. start, people line up at like 7 in the morning to get the bobblehead or like a blanket Dude, or like whatever the giveaway is. Like, the they released their entire promotion schedule yesterday, and it's it like trending. Okay. Like people love it. I have to ask you a quick question. Uh-huh. How long would you sit in a line for $100? How long would I sit in a line stand for $100? In li- stand in line for $100. Would you stand <sighs> in line for four hours for $100? No. 
That's twenty five uh, bucks an hour. That's I think not Alex worth my would. time. Alex, would you do that? Yeah. 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 Four hours for a hundred bucks GVP. I think so. If, okay. if I'm having a slow day, yeah, <laughs> d- depends on what the day is. Like today yeah. outside in the weather. Oh, no, no, hard oh, pass. no way. No. Not even. Okay. All no right. chance. Okay. Uh, Raptors visit the Nuggets at 7 o'clock tonight. They beat the Wizards 116-109 in overtime over the weekend. Fred Van Vliet had two three-pointers in OT. 25 points and 10 assists for the double-double. They're getting hot. Brooklyn is 35-28. and 28. They're sixth. The Raptors have 17 games to go, and uh, they are just below the... Or pardon me. The Raptors are 32-33. and 33. Brooklyn is 35-28. and 28. Raptors are ninth. Brooklyn is sixth. You want to get into that sixth spot, avoid the play-in tournament, mm-hmm. if you can, which starts on April the 11th. I watched some of the uh, Suns and Mavs game yesterday with Kevin Durant. When he hit the uh, jump shot to end it against yeah, they uh, look, Kyrie. They look so lethal. The Suns? And Devin Booker is the number two option now. It's just they were trying to double Booker and then doubling KD, and then dudes are just wide open taking shots. Because KD's only played a handful of games with the Suns. And he's he's taking a lot less shots. He's being a lot more generous with the ball and distributing it. Like, he's been... Yeah, generous. Yeah. Uh, The Arnold Palmer Invitational was over. That was electric, too. I watched a lot of sport yesterday. Uh, Plenty of action on Sunday, but not enough movement to dethrone Kurt Kitayama who shot even Saturday and Sunday to hold on to the win of the tournament at nine under. Uh, Rory was two under on Sunday, so he got close. He missed a putt on 18 that could have maybe forced a playoff, although Kitayama kind of played the last hole very safely. He could have well, been a little bit more aggressive had, if Rory had hit that putt. Yeah, he hit his drive into the thick rough. Then he hit his green to a boat. He hit it onto the green with his second out of the deep rough to 47 feet. And then this incredible lag putt that almost just fell in. And if the 10 seconds would have passed, it would have been a stroke penalty that he didn't mark his ball. Really? Yes. So that's why his cat is like, go mark that ball just in case it falls in. Because I was at the Hitman game. I was just watching on my computer as I think the second or third period was just getting underway. And I watched that, and I watched him mark it. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, well, because he wanted to finish out, and nah. Victor Hovland had to finish out, so yeah. he gets his moment. And he wins on the PGA Tour for the first time. I loved... Uh, he doubled his career earnings with yeah, that victory. That's $3. awesome. $3.6 million win. I love the... I like uh, Bay Hill. Here's why. Because it's the hardest course outside of the four majors. It is very And I difficult. like when a winning score is like 9 or 10 under, because it's difficult. Totally I fine. I don't, I don't like when it's like minus 35 when the winning score. It's just too much. Agreed. That was good. The greens were rock hard. It was a fun, fun tournament to watch. And good for Kirk Kitayama. Uh, you want to talk about a blockbuster leaderboard? Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler was there. They were all lurking. All the best players. Justin Thomas. Jordan Spieth made a run there earlier Cantley in the made day. A ju- made a run. Yep. Justin Thomas had an awful Sunday, which yep. kind of took him out of the top 10 The most finish. flamboyant guy in golf, Harris English, was right there, too. <laughs> Corey Connors had an unfortunate ending. Man, he can't pot Corey Connors. Good uh, God. Three under and a tie for 21st. He had a 66 Friday, so he was in a position for a top 10 finish. Yep. But three over Saturday sewered him. On to Sawgrass. And the players this week on the LPGA tough weekend for Brooke Henderson started the tournament five over on Thursday, never bounced back, finished in a tie for 48th. Despite the tough outing, she's still fourth in the race to the CME globe. Jin Young Ko repeated as the winner, her 14th tour victory. They'll head to Arizona for the drive on championship in a couple of weeks. Wranglers played a doubleheader against the Avalanche affiliate. The Colorado Eagles started off with a 3-1 setback, although Jeremy Poirier did score his sixth goal of the season in the loss. He turned into a first star in the rematch, a goal, an assist, the shootout winner as the Wranglers came from behind to beat the Eagles 6-5. Calgary is now one point up on Coachella Valley with 16 games left in the regular season. The Firebirds do hold four games in hand. That first spot in the division gets you a first round bye, so the Wranglers really want to try and hold on to that. Just one game for the Calgary Hitmen. Oh, I did want to mention this on the Wranglers as well, in case you were wondering. 
Um, Walker Dewar and Jacob Pelche are both eligible for the Wranglers playoffs. What are you saying? If the Flames play out, if the Flames what don't do you, make it. What are, you, what are you saying there, Matty? Just one game for the Hitmen over the weekend. It was a must win in regulation as the Hitmen trailed their opponents, the Broncos, for the final playoff spot by three points with even games played. The Hitmen trailed 2-1 going into the third, but what a gutsy performance in period number three. Trying to go to the corner to Chagall with it. Is there a hat trick in the stick of Chagall? Broke up a pass, center to Fiddler. Schultz, a shot turned away by Dick in tight. Puck to the line. Yakimchuk scores! scores! Striding into a slap shot. He hammers it home. 15th goal of the year for Yakimchuk. Calgary's lead now 2 at 4 2. The big 17 year old Calgarian blue liner Carter Yakimchuk. Remember the name, George. Not available until the 2024 NHL draft. But two points yesterday as the Hitmen come from behind to beat the Broncos 4 2. They've now got a home and home with Red Deer this weekend. It's a Bret Hart game Saturday, which is always a ton of fun. Grab your tickets right now. And those games against Red Deer are always fun, too. Hitmen still in this playoff push. Dinos men's hockey, three game series to determine the CW championship. They were tied at one late in the third period. How about this call uh, from the U Calgary Dinos men's hockey Twitter account? Just a little bit of a personnel change for the Golden Bears. Otherwise, Patterson will stay on the faceoff circle with Patterson. Puck thrown towards goal. Score! Off the faceoff. Mazer puts it home. It's 2-1 to one with 3.16 to go. That's Josh Mazer who made it 2-1 for the UFC Dinos. They win the CW Championship over the U of A Golden Bears yesterday at Father David Bauer Arena. And how about that friend of the station, Riley Pollock, on the call as the Dinos break a long drought. It's their first title since 1996. Huge congratulations goes out to the Dinos. Also wanted to mention this, uh, just some other youth sports from around the weekend, some local notes. The Dinos women's basketball team also into the final eight championship bracket. They'll be the five seed. They'll battle the St. Mary's Huskies Thursday after advancing over the weekend. The MRU Cougars women's team had a chance at the CW final, but they fall to UBC 1-0 in a deciding game three yesterday. A tough end to great season for the ladies there. The Cougars women's volleyball team did win the CW title. They beat Manitoba 2-0 in a three-game series to advance to the championship. So congrats to all the youth sports uh, players who were in action this weekend. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Terrific job. Um, and the Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead, Tim McAuliffe. You want some bobblehead notes? Sure. Apparently one year they gave away... Five bobbleheads. Iggy, Harvey, Lanny, Mike Vernon, and Jim Poplinski. Oh, wow. There you go. Okay. Thanks, Darcy. Thank you. Um, Uncle Timmy, Tim McAuliffe, host of Tim and Friends on Sportsnet straight ahead. And your chance to win KISS tickets. It's all next. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.